Hello, 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 all aboard. God, that was stupid. But welcome to uh, What's for Dinner, guys. I'm actually coming to you again aboard the Norwegian getaway. Uh, I'm taking a little break from the San Luis Obispo Comedy Festival interviews because, again, I'm on the ship right now, and those uh, interviews were left at home. So there's still more, they're just left at home. So I uh, decided, like I said, while I'm on the ship, just to do some uh, shipboard interviews again. Always have fun doing those. And this week I'm talking with one of the comics on board, Warren B. Hall. Warren is hilarious. He is um, working uh, for a couple weeks on the ship. We worked before. Actually, we met at the Slow Fest. He's one of the best, really one of the best new comics out there. Definitely check him out. And uh, again, we talked a little about comedy, about working on the ship, um, and uh, some of the other funny stuff that tends to come up here on the show. So um, you could sit back, you can listen to that, and if you happen to be in the Miami area next week, get on the ship, because I'm on for another week. Oh, what a life. So guys, sit back, enjoy this episode of What's for Dinner with Warren B. Hall. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their mind. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We just finished a show. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, how was it, by the way? It went well. Uh, I don't know if you remembered how just before the show starts, the bartender comes in. Right. Oh, that's right. Hands yeah. Hands me these, these people's identification cards and goes, why won't you be funny and, uh, say something funny to these people <laughs> with their card, which is comics, you know, how we feel about that. The worst thing to do. Especially two minutes before showtime. Yeah. So I'm like, alrighty. And it worked out. And I made something funny and said how I went on a shopping spree today. I found these cards of this family. And they're like, hey, that's us. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And they had a little girl with them. And I was like, you bought shoes today. They're not going to fit you. They're not going to fit. So Good. it worked so you out. Made it, you made it work. It I worked hate, out. You know, I mean, God, you know, I, I, I don't uh, disparage the uh, wait staff in the club. They're working right. a lot harder than we are. True. In a lot of the senses, but but please don't try to add to the show. His face—you could see—he thought this is gonna be hilarious yes. if oh, you he do walked, this. And he walked in like I have got the golden goose, exactly. And uh, like he invented knock knock. <laughs> Who's there's, there? There's a guy going. You know, I did that. That was it, me. I wonder who was the first guy that invented the knock. Had knock. to be a dude. Had you to think be so? some dude who came up with it. And it's like, look, the kids keep coming in. I lock the door. They knock. It's it's hilarious. I wrote it down. <laughs> You think it was a guy, wasn't a girl? A woman, oh, woman uh, couldn't have written that joke? I think a woman would have, it would have been a smarter joke. It would have been more than just knock, knock. It would have been like, knock, knock, who's there? You'll never guess. Oh, my God. It would go like that. So, Oh, it would be a story. It, right, right, It right. would be a very long story. Right. It couldn't just or, be Isabel. Maybe it wouldn't even been knock, knock. Maybe if a woman did it, it could have been like, tap, tap. Or maybe she just looks in the window. Yeah, just peekaboo. Right. Anybody home? Well, I'm sitting in my uh, cabin right now with Warren B. Hall. This is bigger than mine. But, well... That sucks. That uh, I, I've heard of that actually from other uh, comics who were in the hosting position. Well, you are a well endowed man. Are you talking about the room? Hmm? I thought you meant when you said bigger than. No, my wife's butt. The, oh, <coughs> my wife's ass. If Allison were here, she'd be blushing. Goodness gracious! I'd War- be blushing. Warren has openly said that he has a uh, affinity for I Allison's fan. She knows I'm a fan. I think I mentioned oh, it to oh, her. Yes. Oh, yeah. several times. Yeah, yeah. She- <laughs> Almost uncomfortably so, Warren. <laughs> Almost uncomfortably so. <laughs> nice, nice. No, I, you know what? Allison has made me a fan of the ass. Like, <sighs> I was, and and I'll, and I've told she she knows this. I have always been a breast guy. Gotcha. Uh, all of my uh, the girls that I've 
most of the girls that I've dated or have been with have been endowed topside right. and never even bothered to look at the butt. Gotcha. I'm sure it was fine, mm. but I was always more at the top. And then Allison came along, and she's nice on top, but definitely more endowed on the bottom. Yes. And it t- probably took me a couple of months until I really started appreciating going, I could see why guys like the butt. You glanced down and went, oh. Oh. It's it's supple. It's yes. nice. It's yes. curvy. It's, it's good in a dress. When women walk with a long dress mm. and they have a rounded bottom, yes. and there's a little bit of motion under there. Yes. Wonderful. What, it, what, it, what was that song? Uh, back bottom jeans with the beach and the curves or uh, apple bottom jeans. Apple bottom jeans. Apple bottom. Did I say back bottom jeans? Yeah, I was like, what the? <laughs> well, baby got, baby got back. That was like the white, the closest thing a white man could have to gotcha. apple bottom jeans. I believe mine yes. was even white boys got to shout. As I do. Baby got back, yes. As I, as I tend to do. <laughs> Classic hits. But uh, Warren Hall, Warren B. Hall right here. Uh, we worked here. Well, you're, you live in L.A. No, no. I've no, never lived in L.A. outside Chicago. Chica- but we met at the Slow Fest. We did. We yes, did. That's we did. why I think you're from L.A. No, no, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we actually just did it. We just did it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the only reason I haven't gone back is I enjoyed it, and they've asked me to come back is because uh, I I felt like I did what they had to offer there. Like it's fun and everything, but industry wise, they had um, Sirius XM Radio, mm-hmm. and now I got played on Sirius XM because of that. Cool. I was the only comic there actually who went up to the guy after and said, "Here's my CD," because he was like, "Well, get me your stuff." I'm like, "Here it is." He goes. Mm. Oh, you're ready on the spot. I'm like, yes, this is what I came for. So, uh, did they have more industry at this time? Do you this know? time they did. They had um, Michael Cox, who's a producer and talent coordinator for a lot of big shows. Excellent. Uh, they had the um, uh, the uh, I get I, I, uh, founders of the A- Laughter Asheville Off Comedy Festival, ah, and they're doing some that. scouting. So yeah, they're getting they're they're getting good with the industry. Excellent. And Mike Chance, good guy, good guy. Give him them props. I well, yeah, yeah. Chance, they really, really great year. Actually, this year, and I mentioned this on a previous show, Allison was voted one of the top best of the fest. Hello, did she guitar? Did she stand she up? Guitar, she guitar, little both. Excellent. She's she's developing, and you actually uh, were just voted like top, like comet card. Here on the boat, uh, on here the on the ship. boat. But that's like a really big thing. Um, so I'm hearing, so I'm hearing. Yeah, I did that's not know like, that. of all the passengers, you got voted like the most positive comments. It was a good week. You know what it was? It was a lot of interaction with the kids up front, and you kind of had to interact with the kids, which as comics, we'd rather there not be, be children yes. in the front row eyeballing you because they, they just don't get the jokes. Right. They just don't get it. And it's not whether it's clean or dirty. They just they haven't lived with a woman, so when you do a joke about, it's oh, my wife, they're looking at you like, mommy would never do that. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it went well. It went well. I did a lot of uh, kid play, we'll say. Let's go on. How long have you been doing the ships now? Uh, this is only the third ship I've ever done, but I just started with Norwegian uh, in December. Or November, yeah, November. So only six oh, months. Oh, so like when we were on the ship in December together, yes, that, that was, was your the first end of my first run. Yes. No shit. You were there. Yeah. Oh, we can curse on this mother. Oh, you can curse <laughs> on this motherfucking cunt bag cocksucker. I was like, where do I go? I'll stand right here. <laughs> okay, now I feel looser. Oh, please is... be loose. Thank be you. a slut. Thank man. you. So you're from the Windy City then? Uh, I live there now. I was born in Boston. My mom's military. So I've been a couple spots. Grew up in Phoenix and Boston. So uh, oh, we're about in Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, Phoenix. Are you familiar with Phoenix? I am. The West Side. Ah. So uh, I went to Maryvale. Respect. Um, <laughs> this is a lot of West Phoenix listeners. There might so possibly gonna be. be. You have to say that because you know there are people who went to different schools like Alhambra. I went to Maryvale, and if I met them today and they said that, I might have to fight them. 
I have that thing with South Florida. I went to Plantation High School, and then yes. there's South Plantation High See? School, and there's yeah. some stupid rivalry that I've. N- I honestly had never been to a sporting event in my entire time I went to high school, and yet. If there's somebody from South, I go, oh, you motherfucker. Exactly. I don't know what it is about that, but it's like it's like you have to represent. Years later. Yeah, yeah. Years later. You're, I'll be on my deathbed, and if a guy in the bed next to me is from South Plantation, I'll have to switch rooms. Exactly. I was telling someone I wasn't a good student, but I was double majored. I learned how to fight and run. Oh. So you got to know it all. Did you get into a lot of fights? I did not get into a lot of fights. I got into fights. I didn't get into a lot of fights. Like There were girls who fought more than I did. <laughs> Oh, I've I've actually never thrown a punch in my life. Really? I've never that's, been in a. That's I, every time I watch Fight Club, I feel like I want to just punch somebody because that that movie. I hate saying it glorifies fighting, but it feels like yeah, there is some kind of animalistic thing in you that if you don't let it out in that carnal way, it's like festering inside of you. You know? Oh, it definitely, it definitely. Uh, there's something about being punched in the face that makes you, uh, uh, you know, rethink your step. Yeah, you know? I don't. I don't know about that. But I would like to punch. That's because you've never been punched in the face. I guess I've never been punched. <laughs> That's in the why. Face. It's like as a dude, you could like argue with another guy, and then you know if you say too much, if you say something you shouldn't say, you might get punched. Right. And there's a thought process that goes, well, I don't want to say nothing that gets me punched. Whereas with girls, girls don't usually have that. So they just no filter. Girls just yell and say whatever they're gonna say. Whereas dudes, yeah, I, you know, I get margins. This. I get that thought sometimes in my head, like when I'm talking to somebody, I'd be like, "What would I have to say to get them to punch me in the face? Like, huh. what what is that li- that 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 line to cross to actually get somebody to punch me in the face?" That could be a bit, because you know, certain people's like, "Oh, he's a your mother guy, definitely your mother." I heard actually, I heard Seinfeld do a bit about that, and it was like to, it, to me, it was like the perfect way to explore that premise. But he said, "Uh, he goes, you know, I get this thought sometimes, like, what you know, how would I get someone to punch me in the face? How would?" And then, and then I'm thinking, why do I have these thoughts? Where are these thoughts coming from? I'm like, oh, that's an interesting way to right, look right. at it. What's the deal with face What's punching? What's the deal with punching you fucker in the face? <laughs> but uh, what was the weird like the? Do you remember like the first fight you got into? Oh yeah, I was in uh, I was in fourth grade, and I remember shoving this kid, and I kept pushing him, pushing him, pushing him, and it was like he was facing me, but kind of sideways, and the teacher happened to be there, and I shoved him, and then he turned and just stiff straight jab me right in the nose Bip. and i remember it was just a weird feeling and i was like uh, i just remember grabbing my face and the teacher comes over she goes are you okay and i go he punched me and she goes because you were pushing him and i was like yeah but he punched me i wasn't mad it, it changed my mood i was just like huh <laughs> changed my mood well maybe i yeah that's okay. i'm gonna walk over here i wasn't i wasn't mad i didn't cry it was just it was it was a new experience. Was it like shock that he did it, or was... I, I'd never been punched, so I guess I didn't know what to expect. I've watched people been beaten up or having been punched, but I never had experienced it. So it was just, it was just like, that's what it is, huh? Huh? That's what it was. Just a huh? Why were you pushing him though? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember at all. I would love to remember, but because in my mind, the way I play it back was he was so cool. He didn't say anything. Push, push, push. You know, I'm gonna take care of this. Turn, bop, went back to what he was doing. That's the cool way. I want to be that kind of cool guy. I want to be like if you ever watch a movie and a guy will get in a fight with like five guys and he beats everybody up. Mm -hmm. The rest of the movie, he never tells anyone. Hey, I fought five guys yesterday. I would tell everybody. I just fought five guys, and I I would tell everyone. He doesn't. I want to be that kind of cool, that kind of humble, where you beat up six people. No one has and, to and know. It doesn't mean that was just you complain more about traffic. Exactly. Exactly. Is that a bit? 
It's gonna be. That's funny. It's gonna be. I, I think I, was, I like the premise. That's a great premise. Feels like a good premise. Yeah, I think it's good. I want to be that guy. Do you find you get a lot of writing done on the show? Uh, I get a lot of premises started on the show, <laughs> and uh, or on the the cruise. But I'm at a point where I'm forcing myself to to write things out because I'm one of those guys where I don't force myself to write, or it comes off as kind of contrived. So you mean like to structure it or to actually write it down? I mean to structure it to make it more than a sentence because usually it's a sentence because I remember watching a movie going he didn't tell anybody that whole movie and that was it and I wrote it down. But now, like I said to you, I explained a little bit more like this guy goes and does this. He fights some people. He doesn't tell people. So for me, it's so easy to write down a sentence and then it's like I I just don't come back to making it a story until well beyond when I should have. How interesting. You? Oh, I write it out verbatim. Nice. Like, I, my, well, it's my book there. Like that, I, of all the notebooks I've seen, I've seen quite a few notebooks. That is a, the uh, largest notebook I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it doesn't uh, look like a notebook. It looks like the kind of journal where you, you stick papers into it. Well, it's actually made up of four different sections of comedy. It should be titled My Thesis. That's what it looks <laughs> it, like. It, does look, it feels like a thesis. But yeah, it's, uh, well, I'll show it to you off the air. I've talked about the book on the air way too much. <laughs> I'm I'm just like anal about writing. I, to me, and I was talking to uh, Phil Palisol, yes. the other comedian board right funny. now. Uh, that like, I'm like OCD. Like when I come up with a like, I'll come up with a premise, and I'm like okay. And then usually I kind of write backward. I come up with something funny, and then write my way back to how it started. Right. You know. I see that. Um, but when I do, I just in the notebook, I like write it out longhand, the stream of conscious, just see. I used to do that in the very, very beginning, and I honestly think I should get back to basics. I used to write everything out, and then I'd have a set list, and my girlfriend would quiz me in the car. So she would say, what's the first joke? What's the joke before and after it? And I would go, and I and I was flawless. In it. Like mm-hmm. when, a, when a group records uh, uh, an album, and they go, well, our first album was flawless because everything was by the studio. The second one, we recorded it live. We were kind of off the cuff. And now I'm more off the cuff when it comes to writing jokes. And I, I really think I should get back to that uh, that standardized. I, I mean, I say whatever you're comfortable with, whatever's working for you. You know, if you feel a pull they to go giggle. back to the more structured way, follow that. But if it, what you're doing now fits with what you're doing, then they giggle. They giggle. They I'd g- like to say, looking, you have the TV right behind your head. This TV is bigger than the one in my room, also. Really? I get, I, literally, everything is is half the size of what it, what your room is. You'll come visit me sometime. Visit me sometime. Well, I don't think there'd be room for me for well, what you're. Not all of you. I've seen small cabins. Your head and leg I don't think you've in. had the smallest. Like, uh, do you have your own bathroom? Yes. Well, yes. you you have more than a lot of other wow. people. That is scary. Are you serious? They don't have bathrooms in there. They're well. They have they shared bathroom. Oh wow. Two cabins where it's like two. I think two to a small cabin, and they four people share you know one. They call it Jack and Jill. I'm cabins. gonna stop complaining. Yes, it's stop. See? My life is good. Yeah, exactly. But you should be headlining. You know that. Thank you, sir. Thank You're you. welcome. Well, well, you I mean, know, have, I'm I'm going to tell you my, my theory on this. Uh, as you know, I do headline other places. Are, are we are we stuck for time? No, 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 we're good. <laughs> um, my my thought process. You guys don't see him checking his watch. Like, yeah, wrap it up, buddy. No, um, no, I just want to make because we, we're actually in between shows. Oh my god, we are in between yeah, so shows. That's, so that's <laughs> 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 I totally forgot. <laughs> so, yeah, right after we're done with this uh, podcast, we're going to do a show. We have so. a three-hour podcast today. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing something. Um, hilarious. What was like? What were we? Oh, uh, talking about the uh, headlining. Oh, uh, a couple of the comics have said to me, "You know, you're funny at the headline. Why aren't you headlining here?" And it's one of those. I'm forcing myself to work on more material so that when it comes to doing a show, I'm not worried at all about what am I going to do. I want to just have that plethora 
of of cruiseworthy material, which as you know, cruise I don't know if you want to break down to them. There is a difference oh, between yeah. Yeah, we could talk about hitting it. that club where you can kind of willy nilly whatever right. you want to do, motherfucker. And then, you know, doing that club where you got an eight-year-old looking at you. Right. No, no, absolutely. And even on the uh, – because we do have an adult show now, which they didn't have on the ship. when I, I did, like, the inaugural cruise really? last February, and there was – every show was all ages. Goodness. Um, and then – no, I'm sorry. You know what? In February, it wasn't an actual cruise because it just started. April, when I came back on, every show – all ages, kids, even at the 11, literally sleeping on their parents' laps. In at the 11, front row. of course, yeah. Yeah. And um, so many people were like, you should have an adult. You should have. And I said, write it on the comment card. Right. Write it, write it, write it. So I guess Norwegian listened. But even now, our 18 and over show, I say, like, I tell people the seven and nine all ages is PG. Right. You know, it's family friendly and you might walk a little the edge. Right. You know, it'll go over the kids' heads, you know, but it's not graphic. But then the 18 and over is more like PG 13. PG 15 at max. At max. You know? Like I did, like last night, I said shit a few times. Right. And I think I, you know, did some little sexual things, but right. nothing graphic. Nothing yeah, that not we would do club. in a normal club set. Right. Exactly. You know, because we've, for whatever reason, we still have to keep that eight, that, that, that 18 and over show. Under the safe umbrella. Right. And it's one of those things where I understand from their point of view because all it takes is one person, one person. to be unhappy and they write down that comment and now the whole ship is sinking. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? One person. One person's opinion can fuck it all up. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, I appreciate Norwegian for being so uh, uh, passenger conscious, but one person does not a million make. You know, because my, my thought is always it's a comedy show mm-hmm. and it was labeled the adult show which to me is a hint that oh we're gonna hear some things and everybody in that room has probably done some of the things we're talking about if it's a sexual reference you've probably had sex you know Mm -hmm. so i'm not saying you know you mentioned so me and the goat got together okay maybe you've never done that you know the goat (laughs) who doesn't know the goat (laughs) you've been to santa fe new mexico (laughs) little billy little billy Billy Goat. <laughs> see what I did there? I see. Did you see what you see? I did there? Oh, okay. We'll go with this. Uh, so the last show, this is a show. I'm trying to have different sets, S-E-T-S, for uh, for each show, which I don't need to do. I don't need to do, but I'm trying to overdo it. I want to be that guy. But uh, this last show I did, I call it my B material because it's not my A. Usually you mix in, you sprinkle in some hits with a couple, eh, it'll get me over. Right. This one was full of, eh, it'll get me over, and they weren't buying it. Really? They weren't buying it. So like the first five minutes, they were giving me that, yeah, we're not buying it. And then I was like, all right, flip the script and mess with the audience. Then I did some of the A material. But it was funny how the audience, they know, you know, they know. Maybe I looked nervous when, so this next joke. Well, maybe, maybe you should flip it in like it, the whole thing, like start with five minutes of A, win them over, and then do the rest B. Which makes sense. But I have the A's in all the other sets that that's all I was left with. This was the leftover. This was the... The so but, pot but you pie. could borrow from other sets. And you're right. You're right. I'm I mean, do I mean, I, I admire that you want to have like you know, God, what do you have? Fourteen different sets that you're doing this week, something like that. It's thirteen different shows. Thirteen, 13 different shows. shows. Yeah, but uh, I've got like seven separate sets. If I break everybody into a separate, so mm-hmm. I have seven. I'm doing fifteen minutes of pop. Um, that I, I mean, can that's, do. that's very admirable. But dude, you could totally you're absolutely take... right. And I watched Phil today, who uh, who killed it. You know, I came up with a new term. He put him in a chokehold, mm-hmm. laid him to sleep, sleep, sleep sleep and then took their shoes when they were out uh but i watched him do some of the bits he did last night and it killed yeah you know you gotta remember it's not the same people always coming back ah but see the first couple times i did this people were coming to six shows a week 
and telling you, we'll see you at the next one. And that was freaking me out when you have people going. Because normally, perfect comedy, uh, different audience every single show. So you can right. literally hone that 30 minutes or 45 minutes, whatever you're doing, uh, I do throughout the week. Tight 12. I do. I headline as 12. It's in my contract. But on the, the ship, it's the same people. And they will come to four or five shows. And it's, I feel but, like. But you got to remember, I think when the people come to the, when they come back. They want to hear some of the same. It's it's like going that to see true. your favorite band. That like, is true. Oh, I hope they do the hits. I yep. hope they do the classics. And then you can sprinkle in the, that you know, like the, w- the way that I've uh, figured out my cruise set is um, Sunday and Monday. I have three shows. It's generally the same set. Uh, unless I'm doing an adult show, the material will vary a little in that. And I'll do, you know, I do a lot of crowd work. So that eats up a good chunk of time anyway. So I don't get to every joke anyway. Nice. That's why it doesn't feel like 12 minutes when you do it. Hey, thank you. And then in the Tuesday, we have to do uh, – I have to do 16 minutes of material I hadn't done yet, so it's 16 completely different. Right. And then Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday is basically A some menagerie. from Monday. You know, some from Sunday, Monday, some from Tuesday, some stuff I didn't get to at all right. that I have planned to do in those, and some crowd work. So there's going to be bits and pieces of stuff they've heard that, that I know will always work. And then a bunch of new stuff. Right, right. You know, and I think that, for me, that's the winning formula. I had a guy come back last week, and he said, hey, you did this bit. I went to the first show. I told my buddies about it. We came back. You didn't do the, the bit. Yeah. And it was like he was bothered that he that waited that do. whole show, and I did that one joke. So I punched him in the mouth. What? Because I'm a man. What? Hey, oh. what? <laughs> was it? But I didn't tell anybody about it after I beat these five guys <laughs> that's up. That's why you're cool. Hello. That's why you are cool, my Call friend. Back. I do think that's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna work it. I'm gonna work it out. I do. I think it's very, very funny. Uh, and um, you do, you do crowd work in your set too. I do. I do. I, I look at it as a, a. It's like when you watch a kung fu movie and the dude's using praying mantis technique and it's not working. Then he switches to angry monkey. That's how I think it is on comedy, where some guys can only do crowd work, or some guys can only do. You ever see a guy who's just so material, 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 mm-hmm. and then someone will say something to him, and it and throws, throws his whole game, and he's and he's off, he's lost. Well, I like to think that I can go, I can go back and forth. I wrote jokes, yeah. but I can also I can play with the audience. Yeah. Want to play? Let's play. Oh, same here. So, that's what that's what I, I lo- like. Last, I'm not sure if you saw my set last night. I saw most of it. Yeah, joke hold. Um, <laughs> my first 10 minutes and actually it's funny I, I uh, digitized a clip I'm going to upload it look for a new clip of audience uh, audience work called Larry smooth that segue was well very nice Larry yes Larry. I remember Larry yeah. yes Larry and that was just the funnest fucking thing when, when just you're riffing with somebody and they're just feeding you all this great you know shit that's true about yeah. their life but you're the comic and you're like that is gold well, I don't oh know if you God. remember Lizer Lizer so, yeah, so. yeah oh yeah <laughs> So yeah, we both uh, we both do that a little bit, a little bit. Larry you know, was good, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny, like, and I, and I'm not going to mention names because I don't like to uh, just uh, to talk shit about uh, other people, especially comics that I like as a person. Right. But um, in December, when you left, uh, when when I worked with you in December, yes. I was a little like, um, I'm gonna say, nervous following you because you do you're very good at crowd work and Thank like you, that's kind of like. You. My uh, little bread and butter in my act, too. And I'm like, fuck, he's, he's good at this shit. Are they going to still want to play around with me when I get up there? And uh, the crowds are generally very nice about yeah, that yeah. anyway. But there was that little part of me going, oh, I wish he, didn't, wish he wasn't so good at it. <laughs> then the next guy who came, really nice guy, funny in his own right, was not a, did not know how to host. Oh, I see what you're saying. And especially in a cruise. He was a very good writer, but his, uh, his persona is very low-key. Right. And the material is... 
uh, I hate saying it like this, a thinking man's comic more subtle than comics like you and me who material is good and we present it in a very uh, entertaining way. Right. You know, does that make sense? I think the word is almost welcoming. If you're hosting, you have to have a certain type of welcoming yes, th- to th- bring people into the house. It's a party. It's a party. I want you to come into the house. Exactly. I don't need the guy stand off at the door like, show me your ID. Exactly. You're not getting in. There was a, the, my, one of my comedy mentors, uh, he said it best. He said, there is an art to hosting. I did say that, didn't I? What? See what I did? Yeah. I tried to get in. And you definitely know that art. You know how to do it very Thank well. Thank you. Thank you. And so anyway, so this guy came on, and I was with him for, I think, th- Three, because you left after a week. Right. Uh, yeah, your first week. Yep. So uh, three weeks, I'm with this guy, and again, really nice guy. But me and the other comic were just like, God, I wish he would just learn how to. Yeah. I heard also he did not alternate material. Not I really. heard he did one set, and that was the set. Pretty thirteen much. shows. As the weeks went on, he started writing more, a couple more cruise gotcha. things. But by the time I left, ninety percent of his set was the same. Gotcha. And again, he was new to cruises, He, you know, and just, I don't think he's used to hosting. Right. So when uh, I came back uh, this time and I saw that it was you, I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Do crowd work. Just get, because the thing is nice. like the kid, the, the guy, the abort just did not get the crowd. So I went out there, had to kind of dig what he dug. It's almost a restart of the it, show. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, good, Warren's here. I will just go out there, grab that energy, and ride that way. You know, ride the, exactly, exactly. So, just wanted you to know that. I appreciate. You're that. very if welcome. You could put it in friend. writing. What's that? If you could put it in writing, I will. Uh, I'll type it up. Hang that on the wall. I will do it in, in my comic skinny Sans little font. room. <laughs> next, to, next to your certificate It'll of being be, comment card king, which is my pillowcase right now. That's how small <laughs> the room is. Well, uh, before we get going, because we do have another show to get we to. Do. This is a little part of uh, my podcast, my show, called The Skippy Green Show. All right. It's The Skippy Green Show. Warren B. Hall, holy shit. Good to see you, my friend. Mr. Green, good to be here. Good uh, to be as here. Well, as, well as, as well as you should be excited to be here. By the way, what does beef stand for? Uh, Bernard. I thought it meant black guy. Wow. All right, Warren. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> this is how it's going to work. I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. And you got to answer the question in 10 words exactly. Not 11, not 9. Ten, 10 words exactly. Are ten. you ready? Yes, I am ready to That wasn't the answer. question. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, you, you, you're the first one to ever do that. <laughs> God damn, you should be headlining. <laughs> You you deserve a better room. Matter of fact, you could bunk in here. Yes. With with me and Flip. Yeah, me and Flip are sharing this room. Excellent. I'm kidding. I'm banging his wife. <laughs> Beautiful wife. Great Beautiful. ass. Beautiful that woman. Just she never shuts the fuck up. Oh, All right. God. Here we go. If you could fuck. Any lead singer of an 80s band, who would it be and why, male or female? Pat Benatar, because she still owes me a blowjob from 1998. It's a little more than 10, but I'll let it slip. Wait, wait, how many was it? How was was it? 
Pat Benatar because she still owes me a blowjob from 1998. What? I was one word over? You are one... one word over. Ah. But I'll let it slide. I'm sorry. As well you should be. Damn it. I take that back. You don't deserve a bigger I room. don't. Get the fuck out of here. I'm out, sir. It's the Skippy Green Show. Dude, thanks for doing this, man. I had a lot of fun. Did I'm you have fun? I did have fun. And uh, uh, you always get nervous when someone says, you want a podcast? It's like, ah. But luckily, you're one of those people where I can conversate with, and I don't feel like I'm looking for something to say, or I'm trying to be the funny guy. Yeah. Or Because, you know, some people. So see, well, well, you never are. And that's, that's true. Uh, well, I'm not. <laughs> as long as you know that coming in, I guess. Is yeah, uh, that's why I brought you to do it. I'm like, I could, I, he'll, he will not shine. You're me. the straight man. <laughs> where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. At uh, at Warren B. Hall. That's business boy, Warren B. Hall. And uh, the website, warrenbhall.com, which I never update, but I'll try to. All right. We'll go see the website from 97. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Do you still have the Uga Chaka baby dancing on your homepage? My email is AOL. So if you want to email me, <laughs> uh, warrenbhall at AOL. That's how old school. You know, it's funny. I actually have this bit. I've been, uh, I haven't tried it yet. I'm, I'm still kind of working on it, but just about how. Um, the internet has come so far in like literally like 20 years that I feel like an old man when I'm talking to young kids about early internet. Like, right. you know, you kids today with your Wi-Fi. Back in my day, we had to call the internet. Right. And hope that it answered. Right. On America Online. And just how like a lot of websites feel like like uh, it, like the internet almost feels like the United States. It's vast landscape of little cities because all these websites and there's some websites that are like really big cities. Right. Like Google's like D.C., <laughs> And uh, Twitter's like L.A. Right, right, right. And, um, you know, and then MySpace is like Detroit. At yeah. one time, it was really popular, and now it's just a wasteland of right. out-of-work musicians. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, da 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 <laughs> Dude, thank you so much again for Thanks doing this. Thanks for having uh, me. Guys, again, check me out uh, at Flip Schultz on Twitter, flipisfunny.com, whatsfordinnerpodcast.com. You have a window. I What's have, that? I also don't have a window. <laughs> We're going to get Warren a new room, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? What, what's for dinner? Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds. Talking, talking about what's ever on their minds.